Good morning, Shavua Tov. Welcome to all those joining us for Likut HaLochas, Yoradeya Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Giluach, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Gimel. We're actually in the middle of the paragraph, Valideizeh Hizgalus HaChoch Mahazoi Shotechochem. That's where we're up to. And we dedicate the learning today, Le'iloi Nishmas Naomi Basiacha, whose yard site is today on the 24th of Kislev, and for a complete Rufu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Yehudis Bas Chana, Chaya Brocha Bas Peril, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Yaakov Yehoshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlemenisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Bas Chana, Gitganendel Bas Sipoira, Gabriela Sora Bas Talia David Leib ben Shena, Baruch Mordechai ben Tali, Sorolei bas Chavaliba, Avigail Brocha bas Shiradvoira, Shiradvoira bas Miriam, Jonas ben Hilda, Yehuda ben Soramaya, Chaim ben Rachel, Chaim Aryeh ben Brocha, Idis bas Miriam Brindel, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chayaliza, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Meir ben Frida, Yerachmiel Yitzchok Doiv ben Frumet Nechama, Ami ben Chai ben Yehuda Skila, Elio Yeshua ben Rochel, Besoch Shachol Yisrael. This halacha once again is based on chapter 30 in Likud Imran, and Rav Zal is paralleling the things he's discussing based on the concepts that are presented in chapter 30 there. Validei Hizgalus HaChochma Zois. Rav Zal says that through the revelation of the Chachma of Toichacha, of the rebuke of the Tzaddik, Nimsha Chesed. That brings about a flow of Chesed. Which is what's needed to help us elevate the holy Malchus, which has fallen into the exile of the four kingdoms of the Sitrachra. We elevate this Malchus to be able to receive Kaviochel from the light of Hashem's face, which shines brightly on the three holidays, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot. Again, the Torah says three times a year the Jewish people should go to the Beis Hamikdash to see the face of Hashem, Kaviochel. Another way of looking at what Rabbein Azal writes there in Likut Imran is <coughs> that the Malchus rises up to the beard. The beard, the Zokon, the Zokon is referred to as the Oyer Haponim. Because achieving a high level understanding of Hashem Shehu Hizgalus Malchusa Yisborach, which is also a revelation of Hashem's kingdom and authority, Hualidei Kamot Simsumim, must come through many, many constrictions. V'chol Simsum, because Hashem's light is, is so bright. V'chol Simsum V'tsimsum Hibachinas Malchus, Me'oilom Umadrego Elyoinon. And whenever we talk about a tzimtzum, a constriction, we're talking about the midah of malchus, of the level above. If you recall, in the past we've spoken about the Seder night on Pesach, that at the Seder night on Pesach, there are ten things <coughs> that we have on the table. We have the three matzahs, corresponding to the three upper spheroids, or midos of Hashem. And then we have six things in the Seder plate. We have the Zroya and the egg, and the Moror in the middle. We have the Charoises and the Karpas, and the Chazeris in the middle. There are six things, which gives us a total of nine. Where's number 10? The answer is number 10 is the Kaira, the Seder plate itself. The Seder plate is supposedly nothing. You don't eat it, you don't do anything with it. And yet, it's everything. 
because everything is contained in the Seder plate. If we have no Seder plate, everything is in pieces, everything falls apart. So the, the Kaira represents the Malchus. The Malchus, which is the Keli, the vessel which holds everything together, and is mitzamsem, it contains everything together. And we have a rule in Kabbalah that when we talk about the different worlds, let's say, we talk about the Olam Ha'atzilus, then we talk about the Olam Habriya, then the Olam Ha'etzira. The bottom of the of Atzilus is the vessel which contains and constricts the whole light of the whole Atzilus to bring it down in a healthy form to the world below it, to the Olam Habriya. And this is what Rav Nosan Zal is referring to now. Back inside, V'chol Tzimtzum V'Tzimtzum Whenever we talk about a tzimtzum, a constriction, hibechinas malchus umadrego That's being accomplished by the malchus of the, wor- the world above or the level above. Ki bechinas malchus because the lower chachma, which as we've been discussing this halacha. The term Chochma Tato refers to Malchus. Chochma Ilah is Chochma. Chochma Tato is Malchus. The Chochma Tato, which is the Malchus of the Olam Ho'atzilus, hu lemalo v'gavoya harbei mi Chochma Ilah sheba Olam Habriya, is above and much, much higher than the Chochma Ilah of the world below it, of the Olam Habriya. And therefore, when we want to elevate the the malchus, the chachmatato that has fallen into the exile of the goyim, we have to awaken, initiate, and draw light from the source of malchus. We have to draw light from the Malchus, the Chochmatato of the origin of the upper worlds, meaning from Atzilus. Rav Nosenzal says, based on what we just said here, you'll be able to understand some hints related to what Rabbein Ezra writes there in Likut Imran. Ki alias ha-malchus b'chinas arba-hanal hu'alidei Because the elevation of the malchus, which is represented by the letter Dalet, and elevating the malchus, taking it out of the four exiles, the four kingdoms of the Sitra Achra, hu'alidei is accomplished through Tfila, shehi shoyrish ha-malchus, which is the root and the source of Malchus, Bechinas Malchus Moshiach, the kingdom of Moshiach, Shehu Shoyresh HaMalchus, which is the, the source of Malchus, the highest source of Malchus, Kimavur B'Mokamacher, as Rabbi Nezal discusses this in another place. V'yalkein, Iker Tikun Aliyah HaMalchus, Hualidei Hadikno Kadisha, and therefore, one of, one of the things that plays a very important role in, in correcting and elevating the Malchus is the beard, Shehu Bechinas Oyer Haponim, which is, we, we've mentioned several times, that's the light of the face of a Jew. Kigam Hadikno Kadisha Nimsheches Mebechinas Tzimtzumim, because the holy beard also receives from Tzimtzumim. From the Malchus of the super high level upper worlds. As is explained in the Sefer Eitzchayim of the Arizal, in, in Shar Yud Gimel, Perek Yud Aleph. The Arizal says there that the light of the beard receives from the two peyos, Shehem Bechinas Elohim, Bigematria Peya. Now we know that the word Peya is Bigematria Elohim, 
which is Bechinas Malchus, which is one of the names of Hashem for Malchus. The Pesach says, Veloikim Malki Mikedem. Hashem is my king from way back. And it uses the name Elikim. Kimavur Shom, as is explained over there in the writings of the Arizal, Vahovein Ma'oyid. And Rav Nassazal says, understand this very, very well. Meaning that even though the beard is referred to as Oyer Haponim, which usually we would say that that's Chachma, Chachma Sodom Toyer Ponov, the Chachma of a lower level receives from the Malchus of, of the level above it. So that even this Oyer Haponim has to receive from a Tzimtzum of what's above it. This is a little bit deep. For those that are familiar with these concepts, hopefully it sheds a little bit of light. The Alkain, Iker Hasholosh Regolim, Tluyim Bechachme Hador, Shehem Zikne Hador. And this will explain why the whole concept of the Jewish holidays, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, are dependent on the rabbis of the generation. Shehem Zikne Hador, who are the elders of the generation. Kamashom Rabbi Senazal, as it says, Asher Ti'ele Moyade Hashem, Asher Tikru'u Oisom Bemoyadom. These are the holidays, Hashem's holidays, which you will announce at their proper time. And it says, the word Oisom is spelled without a vav. So it could read Oisom, them, or it could read Atem. You, these are the holidays which you, the rabbis, will announce at their proper time. And the Gemara actually says, Afilu Shagagim, even if the rabbis were to make a mistake somehow, still, they are the ones who are authorized to de- decide and define when Rishchidosh is, and based on that, when the holidays will come out. Ki alias hamalchus boregolim lo'or haponim because the elevation of the Malchus to the Oyer HaPonim on the holidays, as Rabbi Nizal explains over there in chapter 30 in Likud Imran, that one of the major times when we, the Jewish people, through our mitzvahs, are able to affect this elevation for the Malchus is on those holidays. Ze Toli Bazekenim Daika. That is dependent on the elders, on the rabbis who are called zekenim, ki hazokein hu bechinas oyer haponim, because the term zokein, which means elder, and the term zokon, which means beard, both represent the oyer haponim, kaviyochol, this high-level light. Ki hazekenim vachachomim yoidim lishmoir eschoidesh ha'ovev sheir b'moyadoi. Because the Gemara explains one of the factors that the rabbis use to be able to decide when Rishchidah should be and when we add a month to the year, when we, add, we make declare a year as being a leap year, is that we always want to see to it that the holiday of Pesach will come out during the spring season. Chodesh Ha'oviv, it's called. Sheyir B'moyadoy, that it should come out at its right time. And they, the rabbis, are the ones who will declare a leap year and establish when the months are upon which is dependent all the different holidays. Because we know basically there are 12 months in the year. However, in total, total, there are 13, because sometimes we have a leap year, two others. This is the concept of the secret of the intercalation, which is that 13th month. And these 13 Rosh Chodeshes, they are the Tikkun of the Malchus, which is, which is represented by the moon. 
because the months, the, the, the months are defined by the moon. And they draw their holiness from the 13 attributes of the beard. Because as, as, as the Sifrei Kabbalah explained, the main thing that helps to bring about the elevation of the Malchus is those 13 tikkunim of the beard, which also are this light of the face which shines during the three holidays. Again, the light of the face refers to the Beis Hamikdash, the light of the Beis Hamikdash, which when we had a Beis Hamikdash, the Jews would travel to the Beis Hamikdash to see the Oyer Haponim Kaviochel of Hashem, and it's also this Zokon, the beard. V'yalkein, and this will also explain why Kiddush HaChodesh, who mitzvah Rishonesh and Etzavah Yisroel, why Hashem chose the declaration of the new moon, the new month, as the first mitzvah which he gave Klal Yisroel upon coming out of Mitzrayim as a nation. Ki Kiddush HaChodesh, hu bechinas malchus, because Kiddush HaChodesh, which relates to the moon, that corresponds to the sphere of malchus, which is called chachmatato. Bechinas tzimtzumim shel hasoga selakusi is borah, which is the whole concept of constricting Hashem's great light. Shebozeh kolul kol ha-Torah kula kanal. And as we learned earlier, that's what the whole Torah, that's what the whole Judaism is all about. It's all about realizing that Hashem is infinite. Hashem is this oyer ein soif, this infinite light. And in order for us to relate to and connect to Hashem's light, Hashem has given us these tzimtzumim. The Torah is a tzimtzum. Every letter in the Torah is a vessel. It's a shape and form in which is contained Hashem's light. And we have these other tzimtzumim. We have the Beis Hamikdosh, we have the concept of the beard, the hairs of the beard, etc. Any questions, please? Good question. Today is Erev Hanukkah. Tonight we're going to be lighting the first candle of Hanukkah this year, Tovshin Pei Gimel. And the question is, is Hanukkah also connected to Ur Haponim? And the answer is, most definitely. We touched on this earlier that the Arizal said, because these are candles, and because they're on a menorah, the menorah in the Beis Hamikdash was a display of this oil, haponim of Hashem Kaviochel. And the menorah that we light in our homes is also a display of this. We've mentioned that on Hanukkah we light eight candles, and that those eight candles correspond to the eight times that we find the word emes in Shachris, between Kriyashma and Shmonesre. And we know that Emes is the Oyer Haponim, because Emes is Yaakov Avinu, Titain Emes Liyakov, and Yaakov Avinu is called the Ponim, Mevakshe Ponecho Yaakov Selo. So these eight candles of Hanukkah represent the Oyer Haponim. In addition, we're speaking here about the Yud Gimel Tikune Dikna the 13 tikkunim of the beard, which correspond to the 13 formulas by which we explain and interpret the Torah, which correspond to Hashem's 13 attributes of kindness. And the Arizal tells us that on Hanukkah, on each day of Hanukkah, we're connecting to one of these 13 attributes of kindness. The first seven days of Hanukkah, we're connecting to Kel, Rachon, Vechanon, Erech, Apayim, Verav Chesed, Ve'emes. Note, number seven is Ve'emes, which is Yaakov Avinu, Titain Emes Liyakoi. And seven times Yud Kevavke is Bigimatria Yaakov. On the eighth day, the eighth day is the final day, and because it's the final day, it's the composite of everything before it. The eighth day, we have in mind the remaining six attributes of Hashem's qualities of kindness. Noitzer chesed, lo'alofen, noitzer ovoin, vofesha, vechato, venake. 
So that these 13 attributes of kindness of Hashem are also referred to as the oyer haponim, the light of Hashem's face, kaviachon. Now, the holiday of Hanukkah also represents this combination of the malchus, which is the lowest one of the midos, receiving from the top, receiving hasogasalukus. The word shemen, the oil that we use on Hanukkah, shemen is bigimatria shamayim. Shamayim is heaven. Shamayim represents the, the upper spheroids, the, the light, the great light. In the, the lanterns, the sun and the moon are in Shamayim. The, the lowest level that we light the candles, that we're allowed to light the Hanukkah candles, is a height of three tfachim, three tfachim off the, off the floor. Three times tefach is bigematria eretz, showing that again, this holiday of Hanukkah, this light of Hanukkah, is drawing from all the way on high, from Shamayim, bringing it down to Eretz, bringing it down to the lowest place. A little bit of insights on this topic. And note, we're reading the Parshish that we're reading yesterday on Shabbos and this coming, this coming week, Vayeshev, Miketz, all of these Parshish are about Yaakov and Yosef. And we know Yaakov is Bigematria seven times Yudke Vavke, Yosef is Bigimatria six times Yudke Vavke. Together it's 13 times Yudke Vavke. 13 times Yudke Vavke is these 13 attributes of kindness. How is Hanukkah connected to Bina? Another question in, in the chat. Bina is always the eight, eight, the number eight, the eighth sphere from the bottom up. And again, the eight candles of, of Hanukkah represent also this light of Bina, which means Bina sometimes is a term to represent the upper three Midas of Hashem, Keser Chachma Bina, because it's the bottom one of that, that upper three. The, the whole concept of the Greeks was that they were challenging the wisdom of the Torah, the light of the Torah. Emir Hashem will try during Hanukkah to include other beautiful insights regarding this special holiday. Paragraph A. Vezeh bechinas arba parashiyos shekoyrim koidem Pesach. And based on what we're learning here also, we'll have some insights regarding the four special portions of the Torah that we read and haftorahs that we read before the ha- bit, before Purim and before Pesach. Shehu roish l'sholosh regolim. Pesach is the, the first one of the three holidays. She'oz hascholas hezgalas elokusi hezboroshin hezgalali Yisroel. That was when Hashem first really revealed himself in a big way to the Jewish people through all the miracles that took place in helping us leave Egypt and the miracles of the splitting of the Red Sea. Because these four portions of the Torah that we read during those four weeks represent Malchus. The Malchus is represented by the letter Dalet. And our job is to cut, to separate, to disconnect the Malchus of Kedusha, the Dalit of Holiness, from the four kingdoms of the Sitrachra. And we know that besides Egypt, all four exiles that Klal Yisrael went through, Bovel, Parasumodai, Yavon, and Edoin, are also called the Egyptian exile, Golos Mitzrayim. Kamoisham Rabbeinazal, as Rabbeinazal writes, in chapter 4 in Nikudimran, Beshem HaMedrish, Shekol HaGoliois Nikroim Golos Mitzrayim, that all of the exiles are referred to as Mitzrayim, Al Shem Shehem Meitzirim Li 
because they imprison us. Mitzrayim means to be constricted. The first one of those four parashiyas that we read before Purim is called Parsha Shkolim, where we read about the Jews contributing the half shekel to the Mishkan. Zebchinas Tztaka. This is an example of Tztaka, Bechinas Chesed Kanal. And as we learned earlier, Tztaka is a display of Chesed. And the effectiveness of Tztaka is dependent on the kindness with the goodwill that it's being given with. And as Rabbeinazal explained, that the chesed is what helps, the chesed and the tzedakah is what helps us cut the malchus of Kedusha from the four kingdoms of the Sidrachra. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says, ziru lochem plant with charity, the kitzru and harvest lefi chesed, based on chesed. Kanal Bamanal, as Rabbi Nazal explains this over there in chapter 30 in Likut Yamran. So we see that the mitzvah of tzedakah is what brings about that cut, that lachatoich, to sever the connection between the malchus of Kedusha and the malchus of the Sitra Parsha Zohar, the next one of these four parshas, which we read also before Purim, where we remember Amolek, that's all about bringing about the downfall of Amolek, he is a composite and the leader of all four kingdoms of the Sitrachra, because he includes all the negativity, all the evil of all four kingdoms of the Sitrachra. Parshas Poro, which we read after Purim, between Purim and Pesach, which is about the Pora Aduma, he let Taheres Yisrael mitumas meis, is about purifying the Jews who had come into contact with a dead body. Hainu kishemal enesamalchus, p'chines knesses Yisrael, mi malchus sorisho, mi homanamole, when we want to elevate the holy kingdom, which is the Shekhinah, which is the Jewish nation, from the Malchus of evil, from Homon Amolek, we have to purify the Malchus, the Shekhinah, the Jewish nation, from the Tumah of the snake, which is referred to as death. The snake is the one who brought death to the world by getting Otom and Chava to eat from the Eitz Hadas. This snake that represents the kingdom of Homon. We know that Homon is hinted to in the Torah by the Eitz Hadas. Hashem said, Did you eat from that tree that I told you not to? And that's why we need the ashes of the Poraduma to purify us from this. The Pora Aduma also represents the rebuke of the tzaddik who's qualified to rebuke, as we discussed in the previous year. It's through this toichacha that the tzaddik, the true chacham, purifies the Jews from our sins. And this is why this Pora had to be read, Bechinas Din, Bechinas Toichacha, just like rebuke is associated with Din, even though in reality it's Chesed. But, but normally we know rebuke is an aspect of Din, judgment. V'yalkein ha-Pora metaher t'meim. And this is why the Paraduma has this power to purify those who are Tomei, and and the people that are involved in preparing the Paraduma, they become Tomei in the process. This relates to the rebuke of the truly qualified leaders of the generation who rebuke Klal Yisrael. 
By doing this, they purify those people who are impure from their sins. And they bring about a they, they bring about that these people should do a complete tshuva. And those tzaddikim, those rabbis who are involved in this outreach, in reaching out to these sinners and rebuking them and getting them to do tshuva, they become tome a little bit in this process. Because what happens is, by them getting involved with these sinners, by these tzaddikim getting involved and rubbing shoulders, in a sense, with these sinners, they get affected a little bit by that. They become tome a little bit, because some of those sins attach themselves to them a little bit. And this explains what the Torah teaches us about the Poraduma. That on one hand, it purifies those people who are Tamei, but the people who are Tohar, who are involved in, in preparing this, they become Tomei in the process. So a person would say to him, what did you accomplish? These people are becoming pure and they're becoming impure, so you didn't do anything. Not true. The accomplishment, this tzaddik who goes out to the people and rebukes them and gets them to be choyzer b'tshuva, the reward, the accomplishment is far, far greater than the loss, than the negative effect that it has on him. Because as the Torah tells us regarding the Paraduma, the one who prepared the ashes of the Paraduma, who became Tomei, his Tumah is a very light form of Tumah, where all he has to do is go to the mikvah and wait for sunset. Whereas through this process of Paraduma, he purified these people who were very Tomei, they had come into contact with a dead body, their Tumah is a Tumah, a seven-day Tumah, which requires having the ashes of the Paraduma sprinkled on them on the third day, on the seventh day, they have to, go, they have to wait seven days, they have to go to the mikveh afterwards. They have become Tomei through the Tumah of the snake. And by giving them the proper rebuke, by teaching them, by being Mekar of them, he gets them to, to do complete Shuva and he purifies them. And this will explain why the Torah tells us that all Pora Adumas throughout all the generations are called the Pora of Moshe Rabbeinu. As our rabbis tell us, Rashi points this out in Chumash, all subsequent, all future Paradumas had to have in them a little bit of the ashes of the Pora, the original Paraduma, Mishel Pora She'osa Moshe, from the one that Moshe Rabbeinu prepared. Ki Moshe Roish Lechol because Moshe Rabbeinu is the leader of all true tzaddikim who are involved in rebuking the people. Moshe Rabbeinu was involved in this a lot. And Moshe Rabbeinu put his life in danger. He risked his own life to rebuke the Jews and to, to get us to do tshuva. And even though this affected Moshe Rabbeinu in a big way, based on his level, as the Pesach says, when Moshe Rabbeinu was up in heaven and the Jews worshipped the golden calf, Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Lech, raid, go down. You go down. 
Leich means to go. It could have just said Leich, go. It doesn't say just Leich. It says Leich, raid, go down. That you are going to experience a Yerida as a result of this. Afal Pikein, Still, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't quit his job. He didn't leave his position at all. He put his life on the line on behalf of Klal Yisrael throughout his entire life. To reprimand us and to get the Jewish people to do tshuva. And this is why all later Parah Dumas all have to receive from the original Parah of Moshe Rabbeinu, meaning from his wonderful Toichacha. Moshe Rabbeinu knew how to be Moichiach, the Jews, in a way that he was able to bring out the good in them. He was able to get them, get them to do a real tshuva. And this will also explain a very important point, that the one who did the processing of the Paraduma was not the Koyen Godel. It had to be the assistant to the Koyen Godel. It was Elozor, Elozor HaKoyen, not Aaron HaKoyen. Because the Koyen Godoil represents the Tzaddik of the generation. As the Pesach says, That on the lips of the Koyen are found Das and Torah. And the Gemara says in Moed Kotten that this refers to the leading rabbi of the generation. The Gemara says there, the Pesach continues there, because he's like a heavenly angel. So the Gemara says on that, if a rabbi is like a heavenly angel, then come close to that rabbi. And if not, don't. So we see the term koyhen refers to the, to the rav, to the tzaddik. It's impossible for Klal Yisrael to be able to receive and benefit from the, chok, the great Chochma of the leader of the generation, the Moshe Rabbeinu, the Tzaddik, who's, the Koyen, who's like the Kohen Godel, without the, the students, the holy students. They, they can only receive it via the holy students. Rabbi Nezal has a chapter in the Kutimran regarding this. We'll see soon. And this will also explain why during the time of the Gemara, during the time of the rabbis of the Gemara, the rabbi would be delivering a shear. He had a meturgaman. He had someone next to him who would be the one to announce it to the people. The rabbi would speak. He had a meturgaman, an assistant next to him, who would translate and expound it to the people. That was the custom in earlier generations. The rabbi, the chacham, would give his drosha, would teach via a meturgamon. Because it's impossible for Klal Yisrael, for the regular people to receive the Chochma from the true Chochma himself, from the Rav Shebedoer, without going via the Meturgamon, Shehu Bechinas Talmidov, who are his students, Sheheim Megalen Umevoarin Chochmosay Vetoichachtoy Larabim. They're the ones who reveal and explain the Chochma of the Tzaddik and his rebuke for the multitudes. Because in the true rabbi himself, in the true tzaddik himself, the regular people do not have any understanding whatsoever. They cannot understand him. They cannot relate to him other than through his talmidim. As Rabbi Nezal writes in chapter 140 in the Kutimran, Al Pasuk, Beyad Kol Odom Yachtoim, 
Lodas kol anshe maasehu. Ayin Shon. Take a look at that chapter on the Kutimran. Rabbein Azal explains there that the term kol adam refers to the tzaddik. The tzaddik is called kol adam. This is based on a pasuk at the end of Koheles, where the pasuk says, Soif dovor hakol nishma eselikim yirei kizel kol ha'odam. That the bottom line is, respect Hashem, because that is kol odam. And the Gemara says, kol odam refers, one of, the, one of the interpretations, kol odam refers to the tzaddik. He is called kol odam. And the pasuk says here that kol odam is yachtoim, Yachtoi means like a seal, a choysen. Just like a seal, those people who are used to using a seal, putting a seal on paper, you look at the seal itself, you can't read it. The letters there are upside down. When you place it, when you stamp it on a paper, that's when you're able to read it. That's when you're able to see what it really is. So Rabbi Nezal says there, so too, the tzaddik himself, people cannot read, people cannot understand him directly. They can only really understand him properly, Lodas, through kol anshe ma'asehu, through his people, through his students. Through them, we can get a clear understanding of what, what the tzaddik is teaching. That, this is what Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 140 in Likuti Maran. We know that in, in Breslov, throughout the generations, it's been stressed that in order to have a proper understanding of Rabbeinu Zal, a person needs Rabbeinu Zal. A person needs the Likutei Alochais, the Likutei Tfi, all the Sforim and all the guidance of Rabbeinu Zal. That's what gives a person a real, clear, proper understanding of Likutei Moran, of Sipur Emaisis, of Rabbeinu Zal. V'zeh b'chinas shetikunei hapor aduma. And this explains why the whole process of the Poraduma, which we said represents the rebuke of the true Chacham to purify the Jewish nation from all their sins, had to be done via the assistant Koen Godel, who is like the Meturgamon, who is like the students, the close students of the true Chacham. The Chacham O'emes is like the Kohen Godol. So, so far we explained Parsha Shkolim, Parsha Zohar, and Parsha Spora. Now Rav Nusazal moves on to Parsha Sachoidesh, the fourth one of those four Parshas. Ze Iker Bechinas Hamalchus. This is the finalization, in a sense, of this process of elevating the Malchus. Shehu Bechinas Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is the concept of the Malchus, the new moon. Shalidei HaRosh Chodoshim Hem Tikun Kol HaMoyadois. And we know that all of the Jewish holidays are based on Rosh Chodesh, She'oz Aliyas HaMalchus. And it's on those holidays that the Malchus achieves a major elevation. Paragraph Vov. Now Rav Nosenzal is going to further connect these four parshiyos to the chapter 30 in Likutei Maran. V'chol eilu ho'arba parshiyos sha'al yodam choytchen hamalchus me'arba malchiyos. And these four portions of the Torah, which are read on those four weeks <coughs> by which we cut the Malchus of Kedusha and sever its connection to the four Malchus of the Sidra Achra, V'yachrakach oile lo'er haponim b'sholash regolim, and then <coughs> the Holy Malchus is able to rise up to the oil haponim on the three holidays, Zebechinas arbo bonim hamavorim b'maymer hanal. This also corresponds to the four sons who are mentioned and discussed in that chapter in Likut Imran. Sheheim Bechinas HaMalchus, they also correspond to the Malchus, Shehi Bechinas Dalet, which is the, the letter Dalet, Kemoi Shemavor as Rabbein Azal elaborates on this over there in paragraph Vov. 
The four sons are the four sons that we mention in the Haggadah on Pesach, where it says, Keneged Arba Bonim Dibra Torah, that the Torah speaks towards four types of sons, a Chacham, a Rasha, a Tam, and a Shani Adei Elisha. Parsha Shkolim, Shehu Tzdokol Aniyim, Zebchinas Yitzchak, Shehu Ben Chacham. Parsha Shkolim, which was a form of charity, giving, which, which is the concept of giving charity to poor people, that corresponds to Yitzchak, who is the Ben Chacham, as Rabbi Nezal explains over there. The four sons also refer to Yitzchak, Yishmoel, Yaakov, and Esav, as we'll see. Because a poor person, a person who's suffering with poverty, is associated with harsh din, which corresponds to Yitzchak, who represents Midas Adin, Pachad Yitzchak. And by giving tzedakah to this poor person, we're elevating that person, we're giving them life, and we're restoring their face, their chachma, which left them as a result of the pressures of poverty. When a person's really experiencing poverty, they have a fallen face, that they're unhappy. And when we give that person proper tzedakah, we lift them up. We restore that oyer haponim. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says, chokmas hamiskein bezuya. The chokma of a miskein. Miskein means a poor person, a person who's in a bad, a bad situation. The chokma of such a person is bezuya, is shame, is full of shame. So shame means that fallen face. And by giving him and through by performing the mitzvah tzaka, we bring light to the face. as it says in a different pasuk, I with charity come to see your face. and the light of the face is also referred to as Chachma, Bechinas Chachmas Odom Toyer Ponov. It's the Chachma of a person that lights up, that's the light on the face. V'yalkein Yitzchak, Shehu Bechinas Ben Chacham, and therefore Yitzchak Avinu, who Rabbi Nezal says there in the Kutuman, he is the Ben Chacham, <coughs> because there's a possible Ben Chacham Yismach Ha'ov. When a person has a child who's a Chacham, the father is happy, and we know Yitzchak means happy. Yitzchak means tzchoik, laughter, happiness. Zebechinas tzdaka. So Yitzchak, who is the Ben Chacham, is associated with tzdaka, shehu bechinas oyer haponim, which we've shown tzdaka is the oyer haponim, bechinas chayim, life, bechinas chachma, shehu hamtokas kevurois Yitzchak. This is all the sweetening of the harshness of Yitzchak, Shemisha Mishtal Shel Poverty comes from the harshness, the negativity of Yitzchak, Chas So that's Parsha Shkolem. Now Rav Zal continues, Parsha Zohar, Hachnoa Samolek, Shumizera Esavarosha. Parsha Zohar is remembering Amolek, wiping out Amolek, who comes from Esav, Zebchinas Ben Rosha, He's the, the, the Russia, the, 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 the son who is a Russia, Shahu Esav, Kamashim of Roshan, as Rabbi Nezal writes clearly over there in Likut Imran. Parshas Pora, Shehi Bechinas Toichocha, Parshas Pora, which we learned earlier, represents this rebuke. Shaydezeh Zoichan Tshuva, which is what brings people to Tshuva, Zebechinas Sheene De Elisha. That corresponds to the son who doesn't know what to ask. Shehu Bechinas Yishmoel, which Rabbi Nezal shows there in Likut Imran, that represents Yishmoel, Sheosa Tshuva, who did Tshuva towards the end of his life. Kamashikosav Shom, as Rabbi Nezal writes there in Likut Imran. And that's the, the, when a person starts off in the Tshuva process, they don't even know what to ask, they don't know what's a question.
parshas hachodesh, the fourth one, Oz maschil hamalchus lalois laoir haponim. That's when the malchus really starts climbing up and rising up to the oir haponim. Ki oz maschil haoras pesach. That's when the light of the holiday of Pesach really begins. Shehu Rosh which is the first of the holidays, of the three. V'alkei Neymar Beparshazu Kol Dine Pesach. And that's why in Parsha Sachoidesh is where it discusses all the laws related to bringing the Korban Pesach. Zebechinas Ben Tom. Shehu Yosh Yaakov Ishtam. That refers to the son who is the Tam, which is Yaakov Avinu. As Rabbein Ezra writes there on the Kutimran, Ki Yaakov hu bechinas oyer haponim. Because Yaakov Avinu represents the oyer haponim. Bechinas mevakshe ponecho Yaakov selo. They seek your face, Yaakov. K'moishom Rabbein Ezra come upon them. As Rabbein Ezra writes in several places on the Kutimran. So we went through the four bonim. In the next paragraph, Rav Nosenzal is going to go through, speak about another set of four mitzvahs. We'll take this up in the next year. Some of this is not easy. If a person is not familiar with the chapter on Likud Imran, it's hard to get it. If you know that chapter on Likud Imran, everything here is flowing perfectly. And Rav Nosenzal is connecting everything beautifully to the different Different, different topics that are mentioned in that chapter on Likud Yimaran. Tonight, because of Hanukkah, we're going to be starting our Sunday morning America share early. Instead of 4.30 in the afternoon, which is when we usually give the shear, Eretz Yisrael time, we're going to start at 4 o'clock and we'll go for 30 minutes in order to allow for being able to daven marav and shul and, and light candles at the earliest time in Mitzvah Tomorrow and throughout the days of Hanukkah, we'll start the shir a little bit later. We'll start at 8.15 instead of 8.05 to accommodate the Halel and the Kriya Satoira, the Sufganiyot, the Latkes, Mitzvah Wishing everybody a happy Lichtige Hanukkah, Mitzvah Thank you, Rav Nassim, you too. Thank you, Rav Nassim. Quick question. Please. Uh, where in the Kuri Maran would be good to just brush up and go over? So I can familiarize myself with the uh, Indian of this, of this, this share, like, like which chapter, chapter 30. Chapter 30 is the one that we're fo- we've been focusing on the past few days, and we're, we're going to be continuing for a few days. Thank you so much. Sure.